Next Talk contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Today we're doing a show on TikTok. <laughs> Did Not you a like clock. <laughs> no. Not a clock at all. Not a weird sound, but the app. It's an app. Yeah. Okay. So if you've heard of Musical.ly, that's gone. Yeah. That's over and done. Now it is TikTok. Yeah. That's the new app. Um, it's crazy, wildly popular. I mean, it's it's the deal it, right now. I mean, and do you know how many? Can you guess how many downloads on devices that there have been? Because it, no it just clue. Had a, one point two nine billion. That is mind blowing. So if you haven't heard of TikTok, like the one point two nine billion people that have, it's an app where you make short videos. Yeah, but the you can put music lyrics on top of that. Absolutely. That's yeah. the cool thing. That's what's making um, it fun. This tech company called ByteDance, it owns TikTok, mm-hmm. and it bought out Musical.ly in uh, 2017, 2018, around there. Mm-hmm. Like, um, And it is now – you would love it, Kim. You don't, you don't have this app yet? I had it when it was Musical.ly. So just – I mean, I love the idea. I mean, it's fun to make well, uh, music videos. You dance. You're a and dancer. Dancing and all the things. Yes, I'm a dancer. You're shaking it yeah. while you're making dinner. That's right. And so the idea of having the music on top of the dance moves or, like, pretending that you're singing the song is amazing. Well, I will tell you, honestly, I love, love, love seeing parents and teens on on social media posting their TikTok pictures. It's hilarious. But, well, and it's also, like, the parents are actively engaging in their online world. Yep. And it's a fun way yep. for kids to, like, show us what's happening, for us to get involved. And I love it. I think there's positive things that can come of it. So at this point, you're like, oh, I'm going to download it. But we uh, wouldn't be doing our job no. if we didn't show you the other side of it. So we have to start out positive. Yeah. There are positive things about everything, mm-hmm. but there are major negative things, too. Absolutely. And so we kind of want to give you the full picture here. Um, and if you follow us on social media, mm-hmm. uh, last year in 2018, we had a family contact us about this app. Yeah. It had just become TikTok. And there was a situation that happened, and we posted a parent alert about it right away um, because that's what we do when we get alerted to situations where we need to put the word out fast. Which is why you need to be following us on social media. We don't always have time to get in there and, and do a show. To do a it. show on it. So if you're following us on social media, we will do these parent alerts. We'll do these quick posts that give you all the information you need to know and be aware of when something negative is happening on one of these apps or when something is trending that you need to know about. That's a good plug. Good plug to follow us on social media. Do it. And also, it's a good plug. Listen, we are one big Next Talk community. I say this to every state I go to. Yeah. We want to hear what's happening with your kids Mm -hmm. because sometimes in different geographical locations, different things are happening. Mm -hmm. So alert us to these things. We can put out an anonymous thing on, you know, we don't have to share your name or your kid's name on our social media, but we can say we've been contacted by this family. We've been alerted to this. You need to have your guard up. Mm -hmm. So give us that information. You can email admin at nexttalk.org. So back in 2018, we did the story when this family contacted us about TikTok. Let's tell them what happened. It was a crazy story. So, elementary age girl did not have her own phone. Make sure you catch that. It was elementary. Elementary age. 
she was playing on TikTok on her parents' phone, which we advise to do. We think that's a good compromise um, with younger kids that don't have their own phones yet. It, it gets you involved in learning the app, like with Snapchat, mm-hmm. learn the filters, mm-hmm. but they don't have it on you know, free device, yeah, yes. of their own. So they can have fun with the filters, but it's a compromise. Mm-hmm. So this is what was happening. The account was private. The daughter kept coming to her parents saying, I want this to be public so she could interact with people. Mm-hmm. And parents at one point finally said, okay, we can try this, mm-hmm. which I think is so great that the daughter asked. She didn't sneak it. Mm-hmm. She could have easily gone into settings and just changed it. Mm-hmm. So all, the girl's doing all the right things. Yes. Parents are doing all the right things. Communication is happening. It's great. Right? They go public. Within a couple hours, she had posted a simple video that was not a sexualized video at all, mm-hmm. but it was her dancing to some music lyrics, right? And an old man messaged her with a video where he was masturbating to her TikTok video. Yeah. She saw this. Mm-hmm. Elementary age little girl. And everything's been done right. Like parents yeah. are involved. We're making sure the account is good. The settings are set. Mm-hmm. So I immediately got this. This was a year ago mm-hmm. that this happened. I immediately downloaded it to my phone. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you I couldn't sleep that night because of what I saw on that app. Oh, I remember. You were like, yeah. I am scarred for life. Scarred for life. life. Scarred for life. Everybody, everybody, everybody scarred, scarred for life. life. Yes. <laughs> That's the rap that my kids and I do. Now mine do it too. For life. Yeah. Yes, I had trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. Here's what I saw. I saw cute little girls, some of them doing sexualized moves to videos, some mm-hmm. of them not sexualized. Mm-hmm. But I saw comments from people who didn't even try to hide their identity. They were old men. And they were like, come to daddy, let daddy show you how to do it. Like, Mm -hmm. talk that was not appropriate. And I was freaking out because I went to predator mode. Like, there are all sorts of predators, right? And so I'll be honest with you. This is one that my kids don't have yet. Yeah. It's on my phone mm-hmm. and we play around with it, but my kids don't have it yet. And and that's saying something because my, my daughter, she's 15. She has Snapchat. Mm-hmm. She has Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about the news that's trending on Twitter every night. She has Instagram. But this one, I don't like it. Well, anybody can comment. They don't have to be your friend to comment on your video. And so you get these people who get on there and say inappropriate things. And imagine the conversations that have to take place when your eight, nine-year-old makes a cute little video. And then someone says, come to daddy, or they post a picture of them masturbating. If you haven't already had all these other conversations, suddenly you're in fast-forward mode to make up for it, explaining all these things. And they've their first experience of, of sexuality is something perverted. It's so frustrating. Well, and I will tell you, I'm glad we waited to do this show because we kind of we kind of wanted to see it play out and see what was going to happen with this app before we really dug in and did a whole podcast on it. Well, since then, they found themselves in some legal trouble. Um, they were being investigated by the Federal Trade Commission because they illegally collected personal information from children ages 13 mm, and under. Yeah. Now, that's a no-no. There's a law. Um, It's the Children's Online Protection App. It's COPPA, brief. It's C-O-P-P-A, if you want to Google that. Um, And it requires parental consent before collecting information for anyone under 13. Right. 
because of this investigation by the Department of Justice, TikTok had to pay $5.7 million in fines. So they've had some legal trouble, too. I mean, you mm-hmm. need to know that this has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to learn more about COPA, anything like that, you can go to FTC.gov. That's the Federal Trade Commission. And they've got a search engine on their website. And you can search um, COPPA, C-O-P-P-A. And you can pull up what this means and what it entails. And you can even talk about the TikTok thing. Find more information on that. So in the day-to-day, let's say you put TikTok on your phone or you're considering letting your kid have TikTok. How are you going to keep your kids safe? What are some practical things that you can do to work with your kids on keeping them safe with this? First of all, yeah, it's social media. Please recognize this. (laughs) I can't even tell you the number of times somebody will say to me, Mm -hmm. I do not allow my kids to have social media. And I'll be like, well, do they have TikTok? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anybody in the world can connect with your kid on TikTok. It is social media. You like, you comment, mm-hmm. you, you message. Mm-hmm. It's all the things that Instagram is. And now you can even like connect your other social media accounts. So mm. it's even bigger than that. There's a discover section, um, just like Snapchat, just like Instagram, You can search hashtags, so it's its own little search engine, just like Instagram. It's an all-in-one. I'm telling you. Um, So it is definitely social media. So you need to set up some perimeters on that if you're going to allow it. Um, One of the things, you know, that we always talk about with social media, and we have a whole show on social media. We have a whole show on Instagram. We have a whole show on Twitter. You can go check all those platforms out. Absolutely. But one thing that we say on there many times is, you know, only follow people that you know in real life. Right. Now, the, this doesn't mean, like, you're allowing people, if your account is private, which we highly recommend a private account, yeah. the people that are following you, you can know in real life. Now, you can go out and follow anybody, though. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't prohibit your kid from, again, seeing bad material. Correct. So if you're going to allow them to follow uh, celebrities, mm-hmm. anybody in the public eye, maybe a YouTube star, whatever, you need to have that discussion on what that looks like because mm-hmm. you don't know what they're posting. It's, you know, and I think that confuses people sometimes because they're like, well, the, the account is private. They're safe. You know, they're not going to see all the things. It's just their friends, you know. Well, it's just like Instagram, though. Yes. But if you're not realizing that it's social media, you may not realize how that works. And so I think that's really important that you set that up, that, yes, it's private for who can comment on their stuff, but they can go look at anything they want, and they can read other people's comments, and they can be exposed to all kinds of things. Well, and I don't want to be a downer here. Just like with Instagram, I've told you guys before, like, I love filling my daughter's feed up with great things. Yeah. You know, follow pastors. And and the TikTok videos are hilarious. I mean, my kids have shared them because they get shared now on Instagram Mm -hmm. and they get shared on Twitter. So they're seeing the TikTok videos, even though they don't have the Mm -hmm. app downloaded. Mm -hmm. There's some great things. You just need to make sure they're filling their feed up with positive things. And they know not to go searching for the pornographic or highly sexualized material. Yeah. Um, you know, TikTok, when you first log in there, we talked about this with the COPPA rule, um, with the kids 13 and over, we talked about this, but you have to also have the conversation with your kids. If they're asking for it and they're not 13 yet, they could lie about it. So you might be thinking, well, now that this is a rule, my kid's not 13 yet, they're not going to be able to have an account. So I don't have to worry about it. 
kids lie all the time. Well, and you have to put a birth date in yeah. for TikTok. But they can lie about that. And a lot of times parents will put their birth date in. Mm-hmm. Listen, a lot of times that's telling TikTok it's okay for, for sexualized images to come yes. your way because you're this age Well, or and whatever. it's also telling your kids it's okay to lie to get what you want. Right. So that's a whole other conversation about the birth date thing. But they do now require the birth date to, to log in and go. If you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 2 p.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is sponsored in part by the PAX Financial Group and listeners just like you. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700, paxfinancialgroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. So I feel like we've been super negative about TikTok. So let's just say <laughs> We again, did say there were fun videos. It is a really fun game. I mean, I have laughed hysterically on some TikTok videos. I saw one with a mom recently oh, with the oven. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It was She was like opening an oven over and over, and the creaky sound it made was like the beginning of a popular dance song. Yeah. And she was like doing this fun she dance to it, it and her yeah. teenager was dying. Oh, like my goodness. Like rolling the eyes. And- my husband and I were cracking. Like, we watched it 10 times. Yeah. It's a fun little app. It is. And so you just have to figure out how to keep your kids safe Mm -hmm. on it. Mm -hmm. Again, like with all platforms, it can be used for good or it can be used for bad. And so we're talking now about entering a birthday, setting your account to private. Mm -hmm. There are some good restrictions on TikTok. So I kind of want to walk through those for you. Yeah, let's do that. So because, you know, like I said, I have this on my phone. Mm -hmm. So I have all these restrictions set on my phone. And let's go back to that point really quick that when you are going to have your kid, whether on your phone, but really if you're working up to allowing your kid to have social media, learn it first. Download it on your phone so you can really see what it is. You can navigate around it. You can see how to set the restrictions. Learn the social media apps first before you give them to your kids. Yeah, I mean, you got to be in their online world. And you may not understand how everything works. They may have to show you. But as long as you have, like, anytime you're downloading an app, Google, like, how to set restrictions. Like, get in there and just learn a little bit about it. Get on it. Explore it a few times. And then your kid can show you kind of how it works. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so restrictions. When you open TikTok, it normally... Normally loads to the homepage. You need to click me in the bottom right corner. That kind of takes you to your account, your okay. profile. And then um, at the top of your profile page, top right, upper right corner, there's going to be three little dots, mm-hmm. you know. Click that. That's going to take you to privacy and settings. Okay. Okay. Under privacy and setting, there's a whole list of things that you can choose. Privacy and safety? No. Yes, that's one. Okay. So the the overview is called privacy and settings, but privacy and safety is one. Go there first because there you can do a lot of different things. Um, you can. That's where you set the account to private. Again, know that they can search the public accounts. Mm-hmm. Private just means like a celebrity couldn't search and find your kid. Right. Okay. 
Um, you can change comments in who can react to my videos. It's automatically set to everyone. Okay. So that means predators, mm-hmm. anybody can comment on your kids' videos. Um, change that. Comments in who can react to my videos. I would do friends only. Okay. That way they can connect with their friends who they know in real life. Like that's, that's the standard. That's the conversation we want to have with them. Makes sense. Change duets to friends only. That's like when you record a video together. It's like a split screen. Okay. Messages. It's just like a DM. Okay. Change to friends only. Okay. So this allows a predator not to be able to DM your kid, to message your kid. You don't want that. No. So that is just an extra um, layer of protection there. You can also filter comments here. Um, enable this and it hides offensive comments. That's so good. Yeah. It's not going to block everything, mm-hmm. but it'll block some things. Yeah. So definitely turn it on. It's there. And then you can um, you can say, don't allow others to download your videos. Oh, that's good, Which too. is a safety feature just because people could use it to bully your kid yes. or make fun of your kid yes. or change the video and tweak it in some way that mm-hmm. what your kid didn't do, but mm-hmm. represent it. So you just want to be careful with that. Absolutely. So there's another thing that I found that I really like, too. And it's you got to go out of privacy and safety for this. So you kind of go back to the original screen of all the things after you've gone into settings. Okay. And here you can click on digital well-being. Oh, I haven't heard of this. What's digital that? Digital well-being. If you turn it on, this also helps filter inappropriate content for underage kids. Interesting. Now, I don't know to the, d- the extent of what it does. Okay. So again, it's a layer of protection, but I need you to hear me, parents. Do not set these restrictions and then have a false sense of security that everything's okay. Yes. Because your kid can still research public accounts. Mm -hmm. They could still contact those people on their own and initiate the conversation. Things could still happen. Absolutely. So, and restrictions can fail sometimes. Well, there's always loopholes. And your kids are going to be experts at finding them because they're digital natives. They know what they're doing. And so, yes, set the restrictions. Like we always say, it's a great tool. But it's not the solution. Restrictions are great, but it's really about that relationship. Mm-hmm. Got to talk about that relationship today. <laughs> we always have to go back to it because that's why we do what we do. Well, and even if you set all the restrictions on your phone and mm-hmm. you have all the conversations, listen, if they want to hide something from you, they're going to use a friend's phone. Yeah. So that's why it's really important. Be in their online world. Do your research. But mm-hmm. I want the bulk of your time and energy. I want that poured into the relationship with your yes. kid. That's yes. why we do these shows. Yes. We'll do the homework for you. Yes. So it takes 25 minutes for you to figure this out. And then you can spend your whole evening talking to Talk your kids about, it. Yes. about having the conversations, right? So what does this look like? Conversations. One of the most things that I'm concerned about with really any app, and especially this one, online strangers and predators. Um, and the other side of that is the content. Mm-hmm. The musical lyrics of mm-hmm. content is bad. Well, you're going to be hearing the F-bomb. Well, and I, I cannot tell you how many times, like, families that I know that are sweet families, you know, we go to church with them, um, will grab their kids to go somewhere in the car or, you know, we'll join them for something. And they're playing a song and everybody's dancing and singing along and they don't even realize like mom and dad are talking about tuning it out and it's talking about all these things and there's bad words in it. And I'm like, hey, do you think we could listen to something else? And they're like, what? My kids love this song. 
I'm like, have you, have you checked on those lyrics? Have you followed this artist? And when they do, they're mortified. It's because it's easy for us to tune it out and think it's not that big of a deal. Well, and there's good beats. Let's just good be honest. Beats. And you like a good beat. I love a good beat. Yeah. When you have a hip hoppy dance background, it's real hard not to be drawn to those beats. But it's downloading in your kid and their subconscious. And they're thinking of those songs all the time. And they're hearing those lyrics over and over. And it normalizes it for them. We don't want that. Well, and I, I mean, I get a worship song stuck in my head. And those words go over and over. And those are life-giving. Exactly. I can't imagine if it would be like, go have sex with your boyfriend. And I, and I kept repeating yeah. that over and over. Leave your head. husband. Leave your husband. <laughs> I am waiting for go you. Yeah, that <laughs> man, we're clearly not music artists. That was no. awful. Well, and there's such great Christian artists today. If yeah. hip-hop is your thing check out they're out there lecrae yes i mean kanye yeah oh yes i mean he's literally released a new album and i know there are haters out there but listen who are we to question somebody's spiritual awakening like if he's about jesus on that platform i'm all about releasing an album he has released an album called jesus is king yes that's amazing i saw this tweet the other day and it was i don't know who it was i didn't know this person but he said um i'm an atheist I've never believed in God my whole life. And I just listened to Jesus and Ke- is King and it was awesome. There you go. And Perfect like, example. Amazing. Right. Yeah. But, so there's good music out there. If you really like it, there's, we've come a long way. We have come we, a long way. <laughs> we have come a long Thank way. Thank you, Jesus. You heard okay. my cries. So talking to our kids about predators, yeah. let's talk to them about like online manipulation. We have a mm-hmm. show on that. Yes, we do. Um, we have a show on cyber strangers. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say, go look at that. Um, but we really need to talk to our kids, just these simple tweaks of if anybody asks you, where do you go to school or what's your name or they're prying for personal information, that should be a real red flag alert. Like you should tell your kids tonight at the dinner table or yes. while you're driving in the car. If anybody ever asks you that kind of information, always tell mom and dad because that person could be a bad person. Yeah. And we want to make sure that you stay safe. Now, we are always talking about what happens in our own home. You know, we're walking through this day to day and that's what sets next talk apart is that we are experiencing these same things that you are. We're living this every morning, every night. And I will tell you that I have all these conversations with my kids and you never quite know what sticks and what doesn't stick, but we just keep talking about it. We keep bringing it up. And the other day, um, one of my kiddos came home and Roblox is new in our world. We're a little bit behind the times. Well, you're young. No, you're younger. Yes. The the, the younger kids kids love Roblox. And it's, you know, these games, they come and they go and so suddenly like Roblox is a thing again and so one of my kiddos has been playing on Roblox and um, he was at school and he discovered that some of his friends in his class are playing too and so they were talking about it just you know casually and um, one of them said I have like 127 friends and my son it was as if he pulled a file from one of our conversations and his first thing that he said was you have 127 friends. There's no way you have that many friends in person. A friend is someone that you know in real life. And he just knew instinctively that that was something that we had talked about and he needed to say. It's tell a his next friend. talk kid right there. It is a next talk kid. That is a kid. next talk kid saving the world one kid yes. at a time. And that kid was like, What do you mean? And he's like, You can't be friends with just anybody and everybody who wants to friend you. And he's like, You need to go home and tell your parents that you're friends with all these people. And he was like, Well, what's the problem with it? And he says, well, are they asking you for personal information? He's like, how did you know that? 
like my kid had some kind of inside information. And he did simply because we had a conversation about the dangers of that. It was a win. That's a win. It was a win. And he's like, yeah, there's been two people. And so my kid was like, you got to go home and tell your parents right now. Right now. Like when they pick you up today, you need to have show them all your friends. You need to defriend them. Only people that you like he went through the whole thing. And do you know the full circle moment here is that because of their sweet friendship and he trusted my son. He went home and told his parents. His parents had no clue about any of this. And so they walked through taking, uh, uh, defriending all those people. And he actually started a new account with just friends that he knows. And next day he comes back and tells my kid. And he's like, well, did you report the two people that were asking you for information? And the other one who said inappropriate things to you. He was like, I don't know how to do that. And my kid was able to walk him through the steps. Because Amazing. before we started playing the game, we talked about reporting bad people. And we walked through those steps. He was able to tell his friend, went home that night, reported those two cyber strangers with his parents. He came back again and said, thank you so much for telling me. He's like, I feel like now I can help save kids. Like, I feel like I can be a part of the solution. I didn't have to say anything. My kid is out there saving kids. I just thought... That is a And it all started with a simple conversation simple that is conversation. so easy to have. Yes. Literally took probably less than it five minutes. Works. Here's what I love about this story. This conversation keeps them safe on Roblox. Yeah. It keeps them safe on Instagram. It keeps them safe on TikTok. Yes. Because we are tackling the first line of defense and keeping our kids safe. It's the it's relationship. the relationship and the conversations and how we have to tweak our parenting. And I think out of everything, that's what I just want to say. You know, TikTok, if you're going to allow it, have fun with it. Yes. Set the restrictions. Yes. But make sure... Above all, you are having the conversations. It is the answer. Number one, recognize TikTok is social media. It connects users from around the world. Number two, implement safeguards and set restrictions, but realize there's always going to be loopholes. And number three, talk about predators, online strangers, and inappropriate content. Open communication is the first line of defense in keeping your kids safe. Go Next Talk Kids. (laughs) Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk?